millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about Don't Worry Darling, one of the um, most intense press uh, before this movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, and it actually came out and we actually saw it. And it really was a movie. He was right. And with special guest, Casey. Hi. My roommate. <laughs> I also forgot. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out so bad. I was like just waiting. Okay. Thanks We're for joining us. All. We're going to talk about the tea. We're going to talk about the movie. We're going to talk about it all today right now wow the amount of ads i got targeted just to me because of this movie were i mean i swear i saw like every single article that was written for about this movie up leading up to it like for two years beforehand um you know mostly because it has everything that i would want to see in a movie it's a sci-fi it's got florence Pugh, one of my favorite actresses it's got harry styles i love him Directed by Olivia Wilde, who uh, we saw her previous book, book previous movie, Booksmart, um, and we actually reviewed that. We liked it so much. So I don't know. Like, I was like, this looks great. This looks fun. Um, and that was before, you know, more came out about it. And then it was like, hmm. Yeah, the, going the, on trailer, the trailer always seemed cool. The trailer seemed interesting. Um, I I was down. So, uh, yeah, no, nothing seemed to. And then it just seemed like all this news just hit at once. Like I'm sure all of this stuff was happening kind of over time, obviously, but just felt like it all came out right at the, what was it? Where, where was the, um, where was the, the premiere happening? The Venice biennial, the Venice film mm-hmm. festival. <laughs> when Harry Styles may or may not have spit on Chris Pine. I don't think he I did. I don't think he on him i really don't i don't know he made a joke about it at his concert literally the next day because that's what everyone was saying everyone was saying he spit of course he was gonna say that he spit he was gonna joke about saying that he spit but i don't think he actually spit on him and even if he did it's like it was fine (laughs) it was like an accident you know sometimes you just spit accidentally i felt so bad for chris pine during all that especially like the press conference and everything him and Gemma chan because what we didn't know at the time was how important they were to the movie. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get asked a single question. Oh. Not a single question at the press. I mean, or or how seemingly important they seemed in the movie. But then their characters kind of fell flat and nothing was done with them. So, yeah. I mean, this, we'll, we'll, you, we'll get to that. Yeah, I mean, we'll it was an interesting experience because, like... I felt like all of the trailers really kind of did too much to show you like everything leading up to it basically told you what this movie was already about everything about it the the visuals the you know the there's going to be a twist so expect it like I feel like there was just no 
actual mystery surrounding this. And that really what is also what made it fell flat in general. Well, did you guess what the twist was before you saw it? Yes, because Olivia Wilde was talking about how Chris Pine was like basically the hero to the incel community. And this was before the movie came out. So like I figured there was going to be something related to that. Um, and also just kind of, you know, sci-fi tropes, like things that happen in this movie, like the fact that the reality is not really quite what it seems lead you to believe that there's some kind of simulation going on. So obviously I'm just like, okay, well, this is kind of what I expected, you know? I mean, it was, it was very jarring the way that they showed it to us. And I thought that was good. I thought that was a really good part of the movie for sure. Um, but you know, it was, it was definitely shocking seeing Harry Styles, um, looking like a, an incel or looking like somebody who maybe would do this, but it's just like, it was, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know, cool, I guess. I still thought the, the twist was still good to me in the end. Cause I mean, Alessandra's really good at predicting stuff. Um, I noticed this over the years watching things with her. Um, I am not good at predicting <laughs> things. So the twist was was pretty good to yeah me, uh, i thought it was good yeah it yeah. was good it was terrifying it, it was, was absolutely terrifying i whispered to emily during like the weird tap dancing scene that oh i think it's mind control mm. so but when it was finally revealed that it was a simulation sort of thing i was like oh yeah that makes sense whatever right. i just wish that they had shown that earlier i wish that we could have seen more of it because i think that was a huge part of what was missing seen like all of the different um things that she was watching in her dreams that like what she was being shown in the mind control no i wanted to see more of like the lead up to her being taken and mm -hmm. and put into the mind control apparently in the first pass of the script there was a lot more detail into that mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so i've been seeing a lot of stuff about that and originally, it was like 15 minutes into the film, we learned that it's a simulation. Right. Oh. Yeah. And I honestly, I think I would have preferred that part happening. But then I actually do like the script that we did see on screen. I just wanted to know a little bit more. Um, because it was almost immediately that Florence Pugh's character, Alice, was like, something's not right. Mm -hmm. But we didn't know why. And there were some things that were happening that just didn't make sense and they never got back to, which was really frustrating. And the more that I ended up thinking about the film, the more I'm like, this doesn't make sense. No. Um, so. <laughs> That's there's, the yeah, there's, there's lots of There's lots of holes. I think it was trying to introduce too many things all at once and not really sticking with something. Mm -hmm. um, I agree with Casey that maybe halfway through the film, we could have just kind of figured out that it was a simulation already. And then the other half could have been kind of seeing more into all the other wives that are also stuck in the simulation. Yeah. And then maybe them rising up and killing their husbands. That would have been cool. Yeah. And we didn't get any of that. Like it was just suggested. Any of that. Yeah. Like, but, but yeah, like what, what Casey said, they, they, Florence Pugh immediately figures out something's wrong mm -hmm. and then we just continue with the rest of the film knowing something's wrong but then not knowing what is wrong until the twist and then it's done yeah it's like it was so this, much build up it could have been so much more fleshed out and it could have been so much cooler like yeah. just to see it all fully being formed and it really was like and then it's done yeah like there's nothing after like we assume she wakes up in the real world but we, we don't hear know. the gasp mm -hmm. and I'm like 
can we get some deleted scenes up in this bitch? Like, can I see everything else? Because I wanted to see what Frank is like outside the simulation. Yeah. I want to see what is Harry's character, uh, Jack, doing? Like, what is he doing for work? I want to know why they say that, oh, when the men die in the simulation, they die in real life. But what about the women? Do the women stay alive? Like, was that just something that they know or why did they say it like that i got so many questions what's up with the earthquakes what's up with the plane yeah I um know. i don't know and it's so frustrating because it doesn't seem like we're ever gonna get any answers and the thing i want to know the most of all and this is <laughs> hold a pot. um i want to know most of all why olivia wilde said that this movie puts female pleasure in the forefront. It's that's my biggest. It's question. very weird the way that she was posing. It's everything. not okay. It's really not. No, it's not okay. Because it, it was not. Not okay. <laughs> it absolutely was not. I think that there what must have been a cut of this movie that in in which Florence was fulfilled and happy, but there was no sense of that really in this movie. There was always a danger that she was never getting fulfilled in any really any sense and of course she was mm -hmm. like enjoying a couple sex scenes that she had um but it didn't really make sense with the character of harry styles to even do that really so it was like okay then what are we doing here like is she really happy because you can't really tell even though she has like a couple days where she's smiling around the you know the the town like, she's not really that yeah. happy. So I don't understand why we're being forced to kind of like, we're just as confused as her. So there was no moment where she had the upper hand whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Well, especially when the when the mind control kind of wears off, because, you know, with the whole setup, it looks like a period film. It kind of looks like one of those, mm -hmm. um, one of those like 50s, like bomb testing towns. Yeah. Like that's kind of the, the vibe I was getting from it. Totally. And so, you know, there's, there's radio during that time. There was TV, right? Yes, TV. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like they're kind of stuck in this town. So I'm sure when she's there, she's happy sometimes, but then she figures out that she had a job. She was a, she was a doctor. Mm -hmm. She, she was a surgeon. She was a surgeon. Yeah. She had a life. And, and and then that brought up another question: Was no one looking for her? Like, did she have no one, yeah, no family, maybe no friends not. looking I for mean, her? It's possible. So, in the original script, he fakes her death, and like there okay. is a death certificate. <laughs> Why wasn't that? In there? Yeah, it could the, have filled up so many holes. The original script honestly reads like a sci-fi novel. Like, yeah. there is so much detail mm -hmm. that I don't think that they really could have done justice in this short of a movie. Because we see like how like he fakes her death. There is a death certificate. They fight both in real life and back in the simulation. Mm -hmm. um, she gets put back in the simulation in a mental hospital, and she mm -hmm. lives out many years in the mental hospital. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's just so many things that go on that mm -hmm. I think they probably were like, yeah, that's kind of like the underlying foundational story going on here. But we're just not going to say it. We're not going to show it. We're just going to leave it up to mystery a bit it needed to have more of a like this concept is fine i think it's yeah. just the way that it was presented was like 
completely ajar. Like we were saying, she figures something else wrong really quickly. She spends the entire movie knowing that something is wrong and screaming about it and no one is listening. And like I said, she had no upper hand ever. So like she never got to the point where you knew more than her or she knew more than you, the audience, which would have intrigued you if she was like double crossing Chris Pine at that dinner that she had for him. Mm -hmm. It would have been like better if she had some kind of trick up her sleeve that we didn't expect that he didn't expect that eventually like kind of won her in the end. But it's not like that. She kind of just happens to wake up and then again happens to figure it out after like going through the trauma of like going away and doing the electric shock therapy and stuff. And so like, did that even happen though? Did she even get ECT? Is that something that happened in the simulation or something in real life? Like mm -hmm. that is a big question I have. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to see when the first time she goes up that like dirt mountain thing and touches the glass and yeah. wakes up, what happens then? I and why does she forget once she comes back in? Like, ugh. I think she was kind of waking up and seeing the the images that she was um, forced to watch in her eyes, like while she was laying down. So I think mm -hmm. those are the things that were projecting in her bed, because that's how mm -hmm. it was showed to us. So it's I, but it was just a little bit. It was off putting, obviously, and it was surreal and weird. Um, but it was like that kind of mind control looking stuff um so i think that's kind of what was supposed to get her back into the rhythm and mm. waking up and you know her husband never answering any questions it was just like very infuriating to the point where you're just like okay how can you not figure this out or get get into the like something needs to change so it was just very aggravating the whole time <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. I think now would be a good time for us to kind of go go couple by couple. We can talk about <laughs> like uh, Chris Pine and Gemma Chan first. Yeah, um, and kind of go, and then we'll end we'll end with Harry and Florence because uh, they're the they're the main characters. So, um, so I guess uh, there was a really cool scene at the end with Gemma Chan where she where again brought us another question. She says like, "Now it's my turn." Yeah. So the like, what mean? was what does that mean? She just, like says that before she stabs Chris Pine. <laughs> I guess to to be your own boss, I, I suppose, not not be like a little Barbie doll. I I don't know. I mean, it's, I think it's clear that she knows what's going on. She mm -hmm. she might be one of like the founders of the Victory Project. But what does it mean now? It's her turn. Like, is she going to make like a women run community? Oh yeah. Is she going to be in charge of all the men now? Like. I don't yeah. know. And there was nothing leading up to that that would make us think that Gemma wants control, that Gemma wants power. Yeah, we really didn't nothing get much. at all. Well, she was the she was the leader of the ballerina thing. And she was pretty strict about it. So Yes, and I do think that was kind of part of the um the mind control kind of hypnosis thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And so yeah, I guess she would be kind of in on it then but if i mean i didn't even think about that i thought i just thought she had known the whole time and was just silently waiting for her chance to kill her husband <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's it we don't know that's the problem we yeah really maybe she know. was there against her will as well and you know being saying it's my turn i don't know like knowing that uh allison alice alice alice, alice. 
Alice killed Jack. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's her turn and she kills and she kills Chris. I don't know. Uh, or kills Frank. Um, Chris is Frank. Chris is Frank. Gemma is Shelly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lawrence is Alice. Harry is Jack. So yeah, I, I, I don't think I remember Nick Krolls or, or Olivia Wilde's. Olivia Wilde's character's name Bunny. 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 Yes, yeah. Bunny and Dean. Is Nick Kroll. Dean. And Dean. Dude, Nick Kroll, he played scary good. He did. He was good. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. A lot of the actors were really great. I mean, even uh, mm -hmm. Chris Pine was amazing. Um, I love his, Kate uh, Berlant as well. She's one of my faves. Oh, my God. I'm in love with her. His uh, his creepy podcast that uh, that Jack was listening to before he like joined the cult was fucking hilarious and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> Just another reason why men shouldn't have podcasts. Another reason why men shouldn't have podcasts. Yeah, so like, yeah, the concept is cool. Like, I like that that idea of layering it on today in a lot of senses. Like, yeah, there's men who, who would maybe do this out there. And so I, he found... I mean, yeah, there's one right now that keeps getting banned on like Twitter and TikTok. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. Do you know who I'm talking about, though? I Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there, there was a podcast that got... Oh, it was... What the fuck is his name? Oh, well, I don't know. Was He's definitely an incel and a uh, cursed and individual. Women. Yeah, hates yeah. women. It, misogynist. It's def definitely a podcast where he'll like bring women guests on and he'll just like make fun of them the whole time or just bash women oh, the whole God. time. Oh, it's, it's it's a guy like that. Yeah, and he Andrew Tate. That's his name. Yes, and then you know they're not going to be. So the thing about this one was that. Chris Pine, like Frank managed to figure out, I like him and his, uh, his Dr. Collins guy managed to figure out how to build like simulations in their heads. Mm -hmm. Like this technology is extremely crazy. So like nothing like this exists, obviously. And so it's all just sci-fi mm -hmm. in that sense. Um, but he managed to figure That's it out. <laughs> foundational of like it being 2050 like the original script is still mm -hmm. true for this yeah. version of the movie that definitely makes sense but it is it's, it's it, yeah we get no context for it and i guess that's okay like i like sci-fi because it's it's something like this where you can reasonably expect like an interesting concept to be able to tell a story from a character's point of view um it just wasn't as satisfying as you wanted it to be by the end um, so yeah, so Chris Pine's little monologue that he has in the middle, it's quite long. Um, he's talking to everybody at the pool party. It, it's, yeah. it's like a total, like, I don't even like remember. It, it was just nonsense, nothing words for like two, three minutes. Yeah. Yep. I don't even <laughs> like every motivational speaker. Yeah. It was like, we're doing something great here. Said like. 15 different ways for five minutes Just super like, vague super yeah. super vague um same thing at his like birthday party yeah yeah that scene was um crazy <laughs> um scary yeah i liked it i thought it was really cool like the party was really interesting um the like dancer in the in the glass was really fun you know at least we got some, yeah, some of that yeah i think, I think so it was, yeah um yeah, I think it was. and then you know harry styles tap dancing for a while was pretty fun too like you know like, I didn't like that throw it in there 
It was off-putting. It was Everything a little off-putting. Off I like it. He was like, he was seriously like struggling the whole time. And you're like, what is going on in this movie? Like, it's just, it's, it's wild. Um, I, I don't know. The scene that I liked that I wanted to just be a bit more satisfying was, was the dinner party where she, mm-hmm. she invites Frank over mm-hmm. in the guise of, you know, questioning him it's, and stuff. Yes. Like, and and I liked that they were uncovering how everyone met. Like they were using the same exact situations of how everyone met. Yeah. And which was like super stupid of them to do. Like, can't you just think of different, like there's not many people who live there. You I could know. figure out like whatever, 50 different ways people can meet. Like, like can't have 10 people meeting on a train to Boston. Honestly, like, when you think about like the nuances of like how this city is built, like it's really small you can't leave the confines of it like people are gonna want to go other places like that's dumb yeah the yeah why, why not make it bigger meeting. why not make it I make like fake why don't they just go to the moon because they can doesn't matter what they're doing that could be anywhere and when you think about it like the women don't really have much to do which i mean from the men's point of view they're like yeah that's the way it should be but it's like they get to clean their house they get yeah. to go shopping they get to go to, go to, go to their ballet then that's they go back in time to cook dinner and and greet their husband and these are all women that's probably like had careers like the only one that we know for sure is Florence Pugh's character but like she's gonna get antsy of course she is yeah she's a fucking surgeon well that's that's kind of thing I actually liked watching this movie I know it doesn't sound like it but I enjoyed myself watching this movie a lot I did have a good time watching it was a good movie (laughs) but the more you think about the more you're like "Mm, was it it wasn't good but i had a good time well i okay i didn't think it was bad but i also didn't think it was good i thought it was just fine mid it was pretty mid yeah it was just fine um okay so next uh next couple we could talk about can we do um the new guy and oh god what's her name olive Violet. Is it Olive? It's Violet. <laughs> I just Violet. 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 Oh my I god. was close. Oh my god. So they were so Violet and Bill. Especially yes. after we learned about the simulation. Because I'm like, I think that dude's a stalker. I think he stole her. I think he totally. kidnapped her. Totally. He probably did. Yeah. She doesn't know who that man is. No. No. You're right. Oh my god. Mm. Like, oh, I'm getting, like, literally getting chills right now just thinking about that. And thinking about how many people would actually do that if this was a thing. The real-life implications of this. I saw that this was compared to, like, it was basically, like, the white, like, woman version of Get Out. Um, Yeah. Because it is a lot like that, but it's just, God, when you compare, you know, oscar-winning screenplay get out to this movie it's just like yeah. mm, you know maybe you should have beefed it up a little bit i don't know could have been more interesting <laughs> um yeah it, it, and but i do get yeah this could happen like like you said like there are people who would just steal other people and then just like pretend that they're yeah. their wives but why make yeah. a simulation of like a real person when you could just make up a person like they made up all of these things well i'm gonna say a thing that's really scary but i've been thinking about it so the men all leave at the same time right to go do like their day jobs, Daily wherever, jobs. and yes. whatever that might be but like with 
uh, Jack and Alice, they're like laying in the same bed together. So my thought is that like the reason why they have real women and not just fake women in the simulation is mm-hmm. so they can rape them while they're in the simulation. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's that. Yep. There's the, the control aspect, right? Like the we've forced them to to do this. And that's like a mm-hmm. whole that's the whole thing as well. So, yeah, I mean, that's why, you know, guys having like fake girlfriends on, you know, that are AIs, I guess it's way better. Doesn't hurt as many people, I suppose. <laughs> Doesn't hurt a real mm-hmm. person. Um, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. The Internet is very scary. And then with the introduction of the of that new couple that came in, that's kind of when Nick Kroll started like acting mm-hmm. real scary because the guy mm-hmm. was like, "I haven't talked to Frank yet. Where's Frank?" And he's like, "You don't get to talk to Frank. Yeah, <laughs> you're just, lucky to even be here. You're lucky to even be here." Like, okay, Nick, chill. Jesus. Yeah, that was that was pretty creepy. It's pretty. And then creepy. at the end, when Alice is running and like driving away, um, that guy, God, I can't remember his name for the life of me. But he's like yelling at Nick Kroll's character, being like, "You said this wouldn't happen. You oh, said, Bill. yeah, yeah, Bill, yeah." And I'm like, "Oh God, oh, who it's... is this woman to you?" Uh, so creepy, <sighs> um, so creepy. So yeah, we've um, got Dean and Bunny, Olivia Wilde's character, yeah. and Bunny is clearly like one one of the older people here. You know, she's got two kids. They're like a kind of more established couple in this community. And she seems genuinely happy with her drinking and her kids, like, and her relaxing on her little lawn chairs. Yes. And we we learn later that she is here on purpose. She has decided to be here because Mm -hmm. her children died in real life. Mm -hmm. And so the simulation is the only place she gets to see them. So she Mm -hmm. is here of her own decision making. Yeah. Kroll definitely is too. Yeah, well, he's... Yeah, yeah. Nick Kroll definitely seems like because he was so people kept getting like promoted. Mm-hmm. Like there, you know, Frank owned the business. He would give these rings, and that that also kind of made it seem like it was mind control as well. Like once they give you a ring, yeah, you they they can control you. Um, but then Nick, so Nick was all Nick Kroll's character, Dean was already like a senior. Yeah, he got person, it in the beginning. Manager. They were talking Whatever. about it at their little cocktail party where they were dancing with the cups on their, their heads that he had gotten yeah. a ring. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Yes. And then Jack eventually gets promoted or whatever. And then he tap dances. And he tap dances. For his life. He tap dances for his life. Yeah. Sure. Was, for it pretty his desperate? Life. Yep. was it pretty desperate tap dancing? It was. <laughs> I, I feel like that was like, I think there is mind control in it. Yeah. I, I think it right. could be. I mean, we're already brainwashing the mm-hmm. the ladies to do this. I mean, Frank could have been secretly brainwashing the men too. I mean, who knows? Whatever. Yeah. Oh, he definitely was. Like he was who brainwashing his them agenda to was. do it in the first place. Like his podcast was brainwashing them. They were becoming worse because of him. Like, you know, like this is not like obviously there've always been incels in the world, but it's it's worse now because of the internet. So, it's like so, you're getting exposed with- to this. It's not good. With that, um, with the with the podcasts and with like the cults, it's it, it's a cult. He started a cult. Yeah. Um, I control group. People outside can't come in. That that's a whole thing that makes it a cult. Like people are already predisposed to joining these things, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like it's not 
they don't come out of nowhere. They come because people want that want to join. They want to be a part of something. Mm -hmm. They want to have power and they want to be close to people with power. So the reality is that like once technology reaches this level and hey, we already have AR. Yeah, AR and like fucking Zuckerberg with the metaverse. Like we're getting closer and closer to something like this being some kind of version of reality for people. And that's horrifying horrifying Mm -hmm. for sure that's exactly what olivia wilde wanted us to feel which was scared so thanks i guess um yeah i don't know how olivia wilde wanted us to feel about this movie but people are feeling are feeling a way they're feeling their own way yeah (laughs) yeah it just i will say chris pine even though he was a cult leader he was hot of course he is he's such a handsome guy sure he is so attractive. Um. Uh, okay, so we also have Kate Berland as Peg and Asifali as Peter. And Asifali, yeah, I don't know. That's just always pregnant. <laughs> she goes, yeah, she, the one that's always pregnant. Like, why? Has she ever given, do they have a kid? Has she ever given birth? No. She's I don't think only so. pregnant. Yeah. Interesting. And how long, do we, do we have an idea of how long they were in this thing? Mm-hmm. A couple years? A year, a couple months. Yeah, because they were like, "When's the baby due?" And they were like, "Oh, it won't be long now," or something like that. Like there was no <laughs> answer. <won't> be long. <laughs> Sometime, I don't know. Um, yeah, then always pregnant. What's that about? They just throw information out for for us to catch in our in our nets, but the net has a hole in it, and then it well, just disappears. Maybe the, the husband, like, okay. maybe Peter wanted his wife pregnant. And that's what he wanted. You know, like. And that was, that's what Maybe gave him. Yes, <gasps> that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they can make their wives what they want. God. Ugh, it's weird. And then, and then disgusted sigh. I mean, if this was real life, you do you, but this is not real life. Yeah, well, so. he produced, yeah, he faked Get it. Get a, get a virtual person to do that with. Don't, don't do that with a real life person. Oh my God. <sighs> gosh goodness gracious the more we talk about it the more grossed out i feel <laughs> it's gross it really is um and then a spe- like i'll say it i think harry styles did a very good job we I think, okay yeah i think he did a very good job as his like first like big acting thing mm-hmm. and the criticisms against him being like oh he needs more training and everything I'm like yeah of course he does he's acting against one of the best actresses of our generation mm-hmm. Lawrence P was like diamond level yes. actress oh, oh, god I know she's <laughs> perfect like, diamond level yes but especially the scene where Harry's character Jack Casey yelling at her can, when she's like, what Can did you, you stop do? touching the table because I can hear it? <laughs> oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. The microphone picks up everything. Sorry. Um, You're good. When he's yelling, he's like, I did this for you. We were happy. You were happy. Like, mm-hmm. like chill up my spine. This man knows exactly what he's doing right now. Like, mm-hmm. little proud, hairy moment. Um, I love very Harry. good very nice yeah. but then they made him look like that and you know what that kind of knocked him down a peg for me i was the like f- wow the fact that the harry styles could look like that <laughs> oh my yeah. god was 
grotesque. It was. It was. It was grody. Um, I was in this movie the theater horrific thing I've with ever seen. so many people, and I was like mad because the reactions were very like they were laughing at everything he was doing, and I was, yeah. and it was because it was like a lot of girls, a lot of college girls. Obviously, I live in a college town. They were they were all going to this. And I just was like so angry that they were laughing at these parts of the movie because I thought he was doing a good job. It's just obviously like it's really difficult to divorce somebody sometimes from the screen, especially if it's somebody like Harry Styles. This is only his second movie. Like he is a superstar of a person. So it's very difficult to switch that. And your first reaction is just to laugh because you're like, whoa, like this is really shocking. And of course I didn't want that I to I didn't even nervous laugh. I think I was just, I was just terrified and shocked. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think I laughed. Did I, I laugh? I'm saying some people so could, like my theater did. I was really nervous about that too. I was nervous that everyone was going to cheer every single time he was going to come on screen. Every mm-hmm. time there was like a sex scene or anything. Oh, I, no, our theater was good. Our theater yeah. was actually really good. And our it was, was great too. And I was definitely sitting next to a few girls that were definitely there to see Harry Styles. But I will say the first scene where he like goes down on her on like the kitchen table, mm-hmm. the theater was dead silent. Oh yeah, like, I don't feel like people were breathing because yeah. they were like, oh my god oh my god my fantasy <laughs> like yeah. it was so quiet but mm-hmm. i felt that scene was very intense and now intense. looking back oh my god that's that's awful um Ugh. none of this is consensual people listeners nope if, if you are in a simulation and unconscious unwillingly this is not consensual sex everyone it's not something to be romanticized about but anywho I yeah Olivia Olivia I don't yeah um, she's crazy I <sighs> I could divorce my feelings about Harry Styles while watching this movie I think after the first maybe like two scenes with him I mm-hmm. was like yes this man's name is Jack that makes sense yeah I was okay and I'm really surprised about that because when I saw whatever movie he showed up as Eros I was like oh god Harry get out of here you well, don't belong in the MCU I think that's a different situation because like that character is supposed to be like the love God or something. So yeah, he's, he's supposed to have Which that. I think he's going to be amazing. At yeah. anyway. So I mean, it's, it's going to be fantastic, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I thought Harry did a really good job. He, he could have maybe been a bit more expressive, but again, Casey brought up some good points that, you know, he was acting. He was not like he was, he, he was an incel who was, acting and pretending and just kind of he was he was being selfish he was just being like so I mean the fact that he wasn't as expressive or as like could have just been because he was acting yeah he was an incel acting and you know what that you're so right with that because I was seeing people saying like he was so flat a lot of the time and I'm like this man Mm. is stuck in his own head like a hundred percent of the time yeah he's not gonna be overly expressive unless he is upset it's, mm-hmm. it's a control tactic. Yeah. Um, I think this would be a good time to take a break. All right. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Um, I was going to say, again, Florence Pugh is in most of this movie. She's in, like, every single every single scene like truly and it just she should have been in more honestly she wasn't in enough <laughs> if this was a theater production she should never leave the stage no um i think it would have been maybe a better theater production honestly than a movie um yeah because it just would be cool it doesn't need to be you know i just i have high expectations for sci-fi that's what i said when i leave the i left the theater to danny i was like listen it's not bad but like there's so many movies that this movie is taking from the previous mm-hmm. previous movies like Pleasantville, Get Out, you know, um, even the Stepford other Wives. Yeah, Stepford Wives. Exactly. So we're getting like th- this. There's such it's an amalgamation of so many things that it doesn't feel very creative in that sense. And there needed another layer of something to really bring us it's why we are watching this why this is a good sci-fi and that incel stuff really was part of it and it was good i think but it's just like again olivia's direction i just feel like it didn't didn't quite get there for me i don't know what other people thought i guess we'll see in the reviews (laughs) i mean with the cast being pretty open on the internet about how they felt about her direction and how the movie turned out like we can definitely see that there were things that were missing and the mm-hmm. cast knows it like um the woman that played margaret margaret kiki, kiki lane yes yeah yeah she was most of her and her partner scene in the movie were cut out and that totally did a disservice to the story because she was a huge reason why florence Pugh decides to go investigate mm-hmm. follow her doubts about victory project yeah she seems to be she seems to be farther ahead than 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 alice in knowing like what's in and uncovering what is happening and they're Mm -hmm. trying to bring her back but it's just not working um and yeah and we barely saw anything of her and until she um jumps off the house or slits her throat and jumps off jumps off the house Mm -hmm. and then she's just kind of they're like oh we're treating her and she's getting better and then she's gone yeah yeah for the rest of the movie it's like totally gaslight and obviously like alice's gaslit into thinking she didn't see what she saw and all that um but i don't even know if even more scenes with margaret would have helped because it was the same thing over and over again it was just saying get out get out get out there's something wrong and like how many times are we gonna see that like said to our main character who already is realizing that things are wrong and then it's just wrong thing after another after another and no upper hand you know 
comparing to get out, he eventually gets the upper hand and wins. Like there's no, like we know that he's going to get out some way because of his own doing. And again, I didn't feel like that's what this character would, like Alice was actually doing, <laughs> you know? Speaking of that, when she leaves, like the, the people in the red suits, are they actual real people or are they just part of the simulation? They look like they're part of the simulation. They don't have like any personality. Okay, so that's my thought too. But if they were just part of the simulation, why can't they just appear in front of Alex? Yeah, I don't why know. Why are they always it doesn't, stopping her? There's no, why are they chasing her? Why, yeah. why Is this Tron? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, and then the stuff with Margaret where we know that she had a kid at yeah. some point, but then the kid disappeared died but it may have not been a real kid yeah it may have just been because they said that that bunny's kids weren't real so yeah yeah i would have liked like some flashback scenes with margaret of Mm -hmm. her like realizing something was wrong yeah i don't know something i think that's probably like the best way to do it and i would have liked that to be thrown in and they were trying to make some connection with with the toy plane plus the real plane kind of happening but what the hell was that about not clear like i know i know in the movie that causes florence to go up the hills of the first time to see like where the plane went and then she touches the the window and she's and then she's out i guess Mm -hmm. she's out that first time technically but then they have to bring her yeah because she touches she touches that hub at the top um so we're assuming she left that first time, but then they bring her back. And the next thing she knows, she's in her house sleeping. Yeah. And also the doctor and Frank saying like, we can, or the doctor being like, we can just put her back in. Right. And Frank not saying yes. So insinuating that you can only leave a certain number of times, but that doesn't make sense because the men leave every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And then another thing with the doctor, he he purposely left his his briefcase there for her to find that file, right? Because it was all redacted. So, like, he knew that she was going to find it, the Margaret file. I don't know if he did that on purpose. I just think he was cocky and, and dumb. Okay, whatever. I, I, <laughs> in the end, it doesn't really matter, but... I was going to actually... I was going to ask you guys, how, you know, would this have been different if... Because, like, obviously I was watching this after Harry and I was like, okay, he did a good job. I mean, how would it have been different if Shia LaBeouf was in this role? Because he's an extremely different individual. Him cleaning up would have been already suspicious in itself. It's like you're not really – you're never going to trust him. No one can trust him because of his background. So watching him even cleaned up as a 50s housewife, like, it's already – not housewife – I would have gotten the I would have gotten the ick you know? watching him immediately. Exactly. Like, like knowing, like knowing that Harry wasn't the original like option for this movie, I was like, oh, like, like I don't, I would have not trusted Shia the no. second I saw him on the screen. I know. I think he would have been better for the original pass of the script, but mm. not for the one that they actually went with. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think Harry was the right option because he cleans up nice, and then you don't expect him to be. The opposite, you know, in He's real life. He's a beautiful, beautiful, perfect man. Yeah. Except when he's a slimy incel. Well, I, I know, but in, gen- in in real life, oh, oh yeah, in real life, Harry yeah. is a beautiful, beautiful, perfect man. Who's really bad at talking about his movies. He's so bad at it. 
Like, dude, you know, maybe, maybe for future tours, maybe they just need to give him a little script to memorize. Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, he like, needs Harry, some training. When they ask you about the movie, just say that it was a great experience. And now working with Florence, she's a wonderful, beautiful person. He needs and training. Call it a day. It's call like, it a day, babe. Are you afraid to tell him what to do? Like, my God, like. <laughs> If you look at old videos of him doing like interviews with One Direction, he's just as bad then as yeah. he is now. Maybe he's not good at interviews. He's, he's not. He's so bad. Which is so weird because his stage presence is just so I confident know. and like yeah. and sexy. But, but like uh, sitting and talking <laughs> is like bad. He's awkward and like curling in on himself when he goes to the interview. <laughs> you watched anything about the My Policeman premiere? Because apparently he was very like comfortable and outgoing for that. Was he? I yeah. mean, it also just sounds like this was a horrible experience for a lot of the actors in general. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe that's just, that's just the vibe, you know? Yeah, and also like because of like the immediate reviews for this movie, he was replaced in another movie he was cast in by logan lerman mm. oh yeah Be- because of the because of what happened with this movie yeah oh poor harry yeah don't do that to harry he doesn't deserve it mm-hmm. emily he's gonna be fine what the heck <laughs> he's a millionaire he's okay it's okay i, mean, I know but like, i want to see him in more movies he's gonna be i don't know it's- i People just are harsh. I don't, I don't know. And also, I mean, it doesn't help that you date the director either. Like, that doesn't help. I don't know. I, yeah. That, that, all, mm, it just doesn't look that's very not good. good either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I have thoughts about that. Can you even still see us, Alessandra? It's I never so turned a light dark. On. It's so it's dark. It's so dark in here. I can turn Emily on a light. I are sitting in the dark. Oh, oh, God. Just don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. <laughs> Emily farting. Definitely not the chair being scooted. Scoot! It's a chair. It's a chair fart. No, no, no. It's Emily, a chair scoot it's, fart. It's Emily farting. Okay, I was looking at the trivia. You know, it was filmed in like Newberry Springs, California. You know, beautiful um, in the desert during um, during COVID, like high to COVID. I remember when this was being filmed because yeah. I was watching the f- cooking with flow every week. So she like stopped and like went and and I saw her photos from it and I remember that. But. Um, it says Kiki Lane replaced Dakota Johnson, who had dropped out to film The Lost Daughter. So that's kind of interesting. Oh. Um, wow. So many people yeah. were supposed to be in this movie. Yeah. I mean. Um, she dodged a bullet. She got to work with what? Olivia Coleman instead. Oh, hell yeah. Pretty much. Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Also, Kiki Lane. Um, Kiki Lane met her, her now boyfriend, Ariel Satchel, on the set. Um, oh, oh. yeah, that's so that's kind of nice. Um, I don't know that they aren't together. Yeah, I mean, this is, is, like, there, any, uh, is there any fun trivia on the IMDb page? I'm, I'm looking at it. Looking. Oh, you're looking at it. My bad. Yeah. I'll turn on the light. <laughs> yeah, um, nothing is really getting to me here that I think is that interesting, other than all the all the major that we already know from this movie um yeah that's true so oh the song that alice finds herself humming throughout the film which ultimately helps her discover the truth is an original track by harry styles yeah it's cute and they both sing it in the soundtrack they're so cute 
I love that song. Um, it was a good song. I really liked it. Yeah, and okay. Emily, do you want to read the plot keywords? Sure will. Let's see if you hear any purring. That is Pod the cat. He is right next to the microphone. He is right next to the microphone. <laughs> He's nudging my computer. I don't hear it. Um, here we go. We've got Utopia, Psychological, Murder, Utopian Community, Secret. All okay. Right. Those are pretty good. That's a that's a pretty extensive plot keyword list right there. Secret, secret. I got a secret. All right, let's go to the the Metascore. Metascore. We got a, a 48 Metascore uh with Ooh. 15 positive reviews, 40 mixed reviews and seven negative reviews. So very mixed. Wow. Maybe. Um, like I said, <laughs> this movie was very mid, and guess what? Forty-eight is the most mid. So, sure it can't get any more <laughs> mid than that. <laughs> wow! Oh my gosh! All of these. Okay, the lowest rating we have is a thirty, and it got two of them. So let's see. I'm gonna do the screen crush. Um, screen crush said a film is not how it's made, it's how it plays. And don't worry, darling, plays very poorly. It's the sort of sustained puzzle of a movie that is very hard to pull off, especially for over two hours. And here, Wild has simply, Wild was simply not up to the task. For two hours, they definitely could have given more like foundational knowledge. Mm -hmm. They could have. Oh my God, can we we read the Atlantic one? Yeah, do it, you Um, read it. From the Atlantic score 35, Wilde's film aims to be a feminist parable about how this idealized version of the past is actually a curdled vision of coupledom. Abstractedly, that's a robust concept in execution. The movie's absurdity overpowers its message. I agree. Oh my God, do I agree. That's, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to read the uh, Screen Daily 40 for our mid here. Um... Crafted with style and led by Florence Pugh's redoubtable performance as a picture-perfect housewife who learns a horrifying truth, this glossy thriller draws unfavorable comparisons to a whole swath of different bygone films, cribbing their unsettling undertones without adding much new to the mixture. Well said. Mm -hmm. The BBC one above it also says similar things. Yeah. Okay, you want Let's to read one of our green look. reviews, Emily? Here we go. There's a lot of scrolling. <laughs> a green. lot so of people wanted reviews. to review this movie, and yeah. it makes sense. We only, the highest we have oh, is from Liz from again. From Liz usually gives pretty Liz. high things. So, Liz. My, my brother's co worker, Liz. <laughs> Every time I do something posted by consequence, I just assume it's hollow. Oh, no. I mean, not, not always. Not always. Liz. I just feel like Paulo's the only person that works <laughs> It definitely feels that way. Um, we've actually read a couple a couple from Liz now, because uh, yes, she does rate movies fairly high. Mm. Um, so the highest score that it has is a 91. And Liz had to say, well, don't worry, darling, isn't perfect. The only baggage it deserves is to be saddled with the with what? <laughs> with is the Ooh, Liz, Liz. Maybe oh. they copied and pasted this wrong or something. The, yeah. the baggage of attempting to tell a story with an obvious twist in 
our twist numbed culture for in the end, the real twist is this. Even in 2022, true equality between men and women still feels like a fairy tale. Ooh. Okay. Where was equality even a thing in this movie, though? It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. The entire thing. And <laughs> and if you say the movie isn't perfect, why did you give it a nearly perfect score? I don't think that's like they get to decide. I think that Metascore gets to decide. I cannot back that review. Yeah, no. no. And sorry, in Lee. fact, in fact, again. I didn't like it, and I want to read another one. Let's yeah, see. why don't you read another um, high one? And one is really funny because it says nothing. Enemy. <laughs> Enemy? Well, which one is that yeah, one? Enemy. Yeah. Oh, NME. Yeah. A really quite good film has been overshadowed ne- needlessly, and that's a real shame. Okay, thank you. The end. <laughs> so simple. <laughs> things keep barreling along. I like that one from the Telegraph. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I. Things keep. <laughs> you gonna read the one else on her? Yeah, things keep barreling along thanks to Pew and the plot's punchy critique of certain recent trends in the internet's more testosterone-rattled dark corners. With a smudgy red lipstick grin, Don't Worry Darling drags them out into the blazing desert light. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, we... But again, we, why <laughs> give it an 80? Was it worth an 80? We like those metaphors in these the little... I to give it a 79. Honestly, the highest I can get is like maybe a 55. Yeah. I think maybe 60. Now I want to change my answer because honestly, I did enjoy watching it and the twist did uh-huh. did give me a twist. And honestly, I can't remember like the last movie I sat in the theater and I was like, I'm enjoying every second of this and I can't wait to see what's next. I'm glad that you felt that way. Yeah. But that's a thing. I don't think we're going to get what's next. This is just I it. know. And, and literally on the drive home, <laughs> I was like, but what about this? But what about that? And I was so frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 69? Okay. Six. That's the sex number. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you still gave him 70, basically. All right. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you close us out then? <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Casey. You're very welcome. Thank you so much, Casey, for joining us. Um, they're probably going to be in a lot more episodes because they live with me. So, hey. I mean, mm-hmm. we just need to get Casey on here all the time. Mm-hmm. um they got some good takes uh hot takes. all right hot takes um i live for hot takes live for and the I tea live for the drama oh my god i think the only reason this movie got oh, attacking something yeah. i actually okay. think it didn't get as high of a box office as they expected because of all the tea really not even though I, I thought the drama like brought people in to see it now not as no? much as they wanted no no yeah. oh, okay well all right Thanks again for joining us, Casey. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also now on Amazon Music, Spotify, Acast, and Alessandra has made us an IMDb page. Look at us on there. Um, If you want to follow our social media, we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search Abba the Popcorn or Abba the Popcorn Podcast. If you want to email us, please email us at Abba the Popcorn Podcast at gmail.com. And we have merch, so please check that out. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.